left-handed footballs. He got a tremendous block to allow him to spring the corner. Andy Phillips, the old Mac and maybe all-American left guard, wears 66. That's a lovely, lovely voyage. And here we go. Here we go. It's the first 15 for the 66 Sports Show heading into week four. 15 minutes for your weekend of success. We'll have our best bets, our bull predictions, our DraftKings team of the week. But, of course, we will start off right now by just picking each game, giving you a quick analysis and thought on each game, and we're going to get right into it. Here we go. In Chicago, the Bears play host the Lions. I actually like the Lions in this situation. They've been playing really each team every week seemingly tough, and I think the Bears are really struggling right now, and I'm not sure how much fight there really is going to be in that locker room for Matt Nagy, especially with all the weird, you know, who's really going to start at quarterback, who do we believe in at quarterback. There's not a lot of confidence brewing out of that locker room right now, where I think the Lions, even in losing, seem to be rallying together. I think the Lions are going to Soldier Field, get the win, and I think Matt Nagy could be out the door. Green Bay. In the afternoon, hosting the Steelers. Uh, I love Green Bay in this matchup. Uh, I, I think the Steelers, A, no Claypool, B, Deontay Johnson, and Juju Smith-Schuster, while, gonna, while they're both going to play, are also uh, battling injuries. So you have a banged-up receiving core. You have an offensive line that's really struggling uh, with all the new pieces. And you have Ben Roethlisberger, who is also seemingly struggling. Not sure how the Steelers have scored enough points to even keep up with Green Bay. Um, so I love Green Bay in this matchup uh, to win by at least a touchdown. Falcons hosting the Washington football team. Tough game. Before the season, you'd probably say Washington, but I'm going to take the Falcons at home in this matchup. Um, I think they're going to score some points. I think Washington's defense has been a little bit of a letdown this year compared to what everyone thought they were going to be. And I think the Falcons can kind of click a little bit. I think this is going to be the Kyle Pitts game finally. The Bills hosting the Texans and what is expected to be the the, the biggest point difference in the league as a lot of people think the bills being a 70 and a half point favorite could even cover that so i'm going to take the bills in this matchup at home uh, i don't trust what's going on in uh, houston right now with davis mills starting at quarterback i liked him coming out of the draft but i want a kind of guy you like to sit for a while and he's already forced to play i'll take the bills in this matchup i also think you know if i had to predict i think they cover the spread in in this as well Cowboys hosting the Panthers and what's going to be a really a intriguing game. You have one of the hottest offenses in the league in Dallas versus one of the hottest defenses in the league in Carolina. Something's going to have to give. I'll take Dallas at home in this matchup. Uh, I think that Carolina could come a little bit down to earth right here because I think Dallas is they're such a juggernaut in offense right now. I still think they're going to find ways to score points. The question is, is Dallas's defense for real? Because they're getting takeaways. They're leading the league in takeaways. Or is that going to continue? Or is that just something that happened is happening to happen at the moment? If that continues, they're going to be fine. If it doesn't continue, now you're going to rely on that defense to make real stops. I'll be curious to see what happens there. But I'll take Dallas at home in this game. The Dolphins hosting the Colts. Love the Dolphins here. I think the Dolphins, even with Jacoby Brissett, the thing when Tua was deemed out last week, I still like the Dolphins last week to cover the spread against the, uh, the Raiders because – the Dolphins don't rely on quarterback play all too much. They win because of their defense, because of their uh, special teams, and the quarterback just don't make mistakes. Jacoby Prissett can do that. So in this position, at home versus a very banged-up Colts team who's just you know floundering right now. Listen, Carson Wentz, 
struggles to play really good football with a good old line. Now that he has some banged up injuries on the offensive line, I can't expect him to play good football. So I'll take the Dolphins at home, get the victory. The Vikings hosting the Browns in what could be a great game this weekend because you have two quarterbacks who are both playing solid. Kirk Cousins actually playing great, probably the best football of his career thus far, uh, even though they're one and two. They're hosting an indoor game, could be a high-scoring affair. I think this is going to be a great game that you see Odell Beckham's finally kind of come out and have a, a welcome back party. And uh, end of the day, I think it's going to be high-scoring. I'll take Cleveland in a close one. Saints hosting the Giants. Give me the Saints in this one. I don't love the spread being a full touchdown just because the Saints aren't a high-scoring offense right now at this point. James Winston is not passing for a lot of yards. There's not much explosion in the offense, but the defense is so good. I will take the Saints to win this game, but I think it could be low-scoring. I think you could be looking at 17-14 in a range like that. Jets hosting the Titans. The very injured Titans. I know a lot of people uh, seem to be loving the Jets and the points this week. I would. I think they're too bad of a football team to really feel confident in doing that. Um, so I'm just gonna stay away from the game in terms of betting. But I'll take the Titans to win it, even without AJ Brown, even without Julio Jones. End of the day, I'm gonna trust that their defense can get a couple turnovers from Zach Wilson. I'm gonna trust that Derrick Henry, while they'll be loading the box against him, I still think he can do enough damage to get the victory for the Titans on the road. Eagles hosting the Chiefs. I don't see this one being close. I know the spread is under under a touchdown or about a touchdown. I don't see it being close. I think the Chiefs are way too good of a football team to have another loss after a letdown last week. I really think they come in here, wreck shop, and I think it's a blowout, one of the bigger blowouts of the weekend. Rams hosting the Cardinals in what's a very good 3-0 each matchup in the same division. I mean, this thing could end up being telling for down the line. So you want to talk about a big game in week four. This is a big, as big as it gets. Uh, Rams hosting the Cardinals. I like the Rams in this one. I think they're as good as the Cardinals have been. I think the Rams are just a little more dialed in. And what they do, I think, can consistently last uh, here, especially on the defensive side of the football. I think the Rams go ahead and get the victory here in what will might be the game of the week. Speaking of the game of the week, though, the Niners hosting the Seahawks, same division, best division in football, the NFC West. Russell Wilson has never lost three games in a row. Does that change here? I'm going to say no. I think the Seahawks go in to San Francisco and get the victory. I think Russell Wilson has a great day. I think their defense comes alive, and I think they find a way to win because I don't believe Russell Wilson loses three games in a row. He hasn't thus far in his career, and I don't think it starts today. The Broncos hosting the Ravens. A lot of people like the Broncos in this situation. I don't. I don't hate them, but I don't love them. Uh, I'll take the Ravens right here. Uh, listen, Lamar Jackson still wins a lot of games, still makes dynamic plays, and their defense still has playmakers all over the field. The Broncos have played three 0-3 football teams. So the fact that they're 3-0 isn't as impressive as, as, as you might think. So this is really their first real test. And in this test, while I think they're, they'll compete because of their defense, give me the Ravens on the road. Game of the week. We've mentioned that a lot here because there's a lot of great matchups this week. But this is the one. The Patriots hosting Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Love the Patriots this year. You guys know I did. I picked them to win the AFC, but I knew it could start off a little shaky as you're getting in all these new pieces, especially at the quarterback position. This game, this early in the season, I think it's just going to be a little bit of an overmatch uh, for them. Tom Brady knows them like the back of their hand, even though Belichick knows Brady like the back of his hand. 
I think Brady will have the edge because he not only knows Belichick's defense like the back of his hand, he knows the personnel that's going to be out there like the back of his hand. I think that actually makes a huge difference. Um, so I will take the Bucks in this one. I just think the roster is too overwhelming at this point. I would have loved to see this game later in the season when both teams are clicking. But right now, I just think it's too much of a mismatch. I'll take the Buccaneers in this one to win by double digits. And then finally, the Monday Night Football game, which is great. And, and to be honest with you, I think the winner of this game's quarterback could be the leader for MVP after week four. I know it's early, but after week four, you got Justin Herbert or Derek Carr. No one's playing better than those two right now. Uh, the Raiders are visiting the Chargers. Two and one Chargers, three and O Raiders, both playing great football. I'm going to take the Chargers in this one. As you know, I've been very high in the Chargers uh, before the season. I think their defense makes more plays than the Raiders' defense in this matchup, even though both quarterbacks should have good performances. Give me the Chargers in this one, 34-31. Moving on, we are going to go to our best bets of the week. Now, on the season, our season tally, we are 2-2. Two two. So two out of four, correct, on the best bets. So we're hoping that we can get a 2-0 the week this week to get ourselves above 500. I love Miami minus two. Drafting Sportsbook as of 10 minutes ago had Miami minus two hosting Indianapolis. I think they win by at least a field goal. So I love that I'll easily give the minus two here. I don't trust Carson Wentz. I don't trust him with a good offensive line. Now that they have a banged up offensive line, Quentin Nelson is now on IR. I definitely don't trust him. Miami giving two. One of the best bets of the week. Next best bet. I'll take Green Bay giving up six and a half. The reason I love the six and a half, wouldn't take it at seven, but six and a half I like. I just don't think that Pittsburgh can score enough points to keep up with Green Bay. Now, I don't think Green Bay is going to put 40 on them, but if Green Bay puts up 27, I think they could win 27, 17, or 27 to 20. Six and a half is a good number. It's why I like it here. Give me Green Bay minus six and a half. Those are the two best bets of the week. Bold predictions. While there's a lot of great matchups, I think the highest scoring matchup of the week, the most total points between two teams, is actually going to be Cleveland and Minnesota. Both offenses are clicking. Indoor environment, which means you don't have to any concerns with any weather. And ultimately, neither defense is as good as you would expect. Mike Zimmer's defenses are usually pretty darn good. They're not great this year. They're solid. Cleveland has so many new pieces that by the end of the year, they might be one of the top defensive league. But right now, there's just too many new pieces. I think both quarterbacks are going to have field days. and I think it's going to be the highest scoring game of the week in Minnesota for Cleveland and Minnesota. On the year, we are one and two for bowl predictions. It's a good number. You don't want to be 80% your bowl predictions because then they're not bold enough. I think at the end of the year, if you're flirting, you want to be above 25% and maybe no more than 50 because if you're, if you're, again, if you're hitting more than you're not, how bold is your prediction really? Now we will move on. Our DraftKings team of the week. I love doing this DraftKings team of the week. Last year we had uh, a lot of great success. This year, again, last week we had 152 points. Uh, or not last week. We took a week off last week. So the week before we had 152 points. So our season average through two weeks is 141.79 points. If you're averaging over 140 points, you're getting a lot of money in DraftKings. So let's go to the team of the week in DraftKings. Quarterback, I'm not just going to, you know, talk it i'm gonna say it i think baker mayfield i don't know if i've ever picked him in DraftKings, but i do think they're going to be involved in the highest scoring game of the week which means i think the quarterback baker mayfield has a great day he's only sixty two hundred dollars in DraftKings. take him derrick henry i'm gonna pay up for derrick henry a the last thing you want when you're playing DraftKings is to have derrick henry have a derrick henry week you know one of those weeks where it just seems like he can't be stopped he's over 200 yards and three touchdowns and you're the person that didn't pick him that's the last thing you want now you get a situation where there's no julio jones where there's no uh aj brown 
I don't care if New York knows he's going to run the no, they're going to run the ball. They're going to find a way to still find success. I'll take and pay for Derrick Henry. Other running back, I'm taking Najee Harris, running back for the Steelers. Uh, $6,800. The reason I like him right now is so many injuries, so many injuries for the Steelers receiving core right now. I think Najee's going to get a lot of targets in a game that they're probably going to be trailing most of the time. Love and I'll pay up for Najee here. Receiver, I went Devonta Adams. Listen, he's another one of those guys, kind of like a Derrick Henry. You know he's going to get the touches. You know he's going to get the targets in Devontae's uh, case, and you don't want to be the person that didn't take him. I'm going to take Adams because I know the target share is going to be leaning heavily in his favor. So give me Devontae Adams in this spot. He's still not ex- as expensive as he is going to get throughout the year. $7,900 is actually a steal for Devontae at this point. End of the year, he's going to be pushing 9000 I'm going to take Odell Beckham. I'm going to stack him with Baker Mayfield. I think this is going to be a breakout game for him. I expect huge things out of Odell. I think he's going to have a 100-yard game and score a touchdown. And he's only $5,800 right now because he's coming off the injury. Third wide receiver, I'm going to take Carlos Rogers at $3,300. Listen, somebody, or sorry, Chester Rogers. I apologize. I'm taking Chester Rogers. He already has a touchdown here in seven catches, but now he's likely going to be the number one target for the passing attack with Tennessee because of the Julio Jones and A.J. Brown injuries. So he's only $3,300 and very likely could see six or seven targets today. Pay up for Chester Rogers. $3,300, that's an easy pay up. Tight end, I'm going to go with uh, Mike Kosicki. Listen, Kosicki at home, only $4,000. And here's the key. He had 10 receptions last week for 86 yards in the game with Jacoby Brissett. So Jacoby Brissett clearly likes his tight ends that much. I think he's an easy pay up at $4,000. Really a bargain. I think he's have a great day. My flex is a guy who actually plays a, is a real-life flex because he plays running back and receiver. That would be Cordell Patterson. For Atlanta, they've been getting him involved on the season. He went from week one, he had 8.7 points, but then he followed up with 23.9 and 16.2. He's averaging seven carries on the year. And he's also and he also has 13 receptions on the year. If he finds the end zone, huge bang for your buck for your flex position at forty nine hundred dollars. Love Cordell Patterson. Defense, Detroit Lions. Only twenty two hundred. I usually pay up a little bit more for defense. However, they're playing the Chicago Bears, who are clearly having issues in protection, and they're clearly having issues on their offense. I think Detroit's going to play hard enough and fast enough where they can get a turnover off a rookie quarterback, and I think they can get three or four sacks and make that twenty two hundred dollars seem like an absolute value and bargain. That is your DraftKings team of the week. Again, we're gonna keep track of this stuff all year. So right now we're at you know, we're batting five hundred for best bets. It's your best bet. We want to get a higher number than five hundred. We can get up to that sixty percent on our best bets. That's doing pretty good in this world. So again, Miami minus two, Green Bay minus six and a half. Bull predictions: we're fifty fifty. We're one out of two. That ain't bad. We'll take that. Uh, again, you don't want to be much higher than fifty because that means you're that means you're not being bold enough in your bold predictions. But you definitely want to be getting some right here and there. So again. Cleveland, Minnesota, highest scoring game of the week. See if we can move this uh, bull prediction tally up. Then your DraftKings team of the week, we're averaging 141.79 points on the year. Let's get higher than that today so we can go ahead and up that average. Hope everybody has a great football Sunday. It's one of the best weeks in terms of matchups. You got the two, uh, you know, all four NFC West uh, teams battling each other today and what's the best division of football. You have Brady returning to Foxborough for the first time. You have an old school Green Bay-Pittsburgh matchup. And then on Monday night, we're going to cap it off with uh, maybe the top two MVP candidates right now in Derek Carr and Justin Herbert. I hope everyone enjoys your Sunday. Enjoy your weekend of football. Get smarter listening to this podcast, I hope. And if you didn't, we'll move on to next week. But until next time, I'm Andy Phillips.